We all know brisket is a Texas barbecue favorite, but it's gotten really expensive lately. So could this mouth-watering meat be at risk of coming off the menu in some barbecue joints around Houston? We're talking to J-Bar and Barbecue's pitmaster, Alec Varnell, to find out just how much these high prices are affecting our local restaurants. It's Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Rihil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Okay, I don't think we've ever had a pitmaster on, so I am pumped to have you on here. Alec, how are you, man? Good morning. Good morning, man. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. I could, you know, it could be better, right, with these brisket prices because we've been seeing stories about brisket prices going up since 2019. But what's currently happening with prices? Like, give us a historical context of this spike. What's happening? So, prices have pretty much doubled since 2019. Um, So, what we've really been seeing, uh, you know, since 2019 and then going into COVID, which really started um creating this new normal we're in right now you know we have you'll have seasons where prices go up and then they'll drop but ever since then the increase just keeps bringing us to a new normal where right now we're paying a dollar more than we were a pound last year so it's really tough to you know run a barbecue business especially in texas brisket is king in texas barbecue it's our number one seller yet it's our least profiting um item that we sell wow yeah what is the price per pound right now so right now we're this week we're paying 439 per pound uh we just dropped 30 cents from last week we were paying 469 a pound Mm -hmm. so literally week by week we're seeing changes you know ups and downs um the the tough thing with that is you know week by week our margins shift but uh, you can't just go and change your menu prices every week from a, a guest perspective that's confusing and also seems like dishonest and just very off-putting. So you kind of just got to, you know, re- revisit your, your pricing and how you're operating food costs every quarter, you know, every so often. But, um, you know, you, as far as what you have set on your price, you know, on your menu, you kind of just have to roll with the punches and get creative to, um, make up that loss elsewhere. You know, for listeners, they're probably thinking four thirty nine a pound sounds reasonable, right? But right. I don't think they understand how much work goes into prepping brisket, right? So when that four thirty nine is that high per pound, by the way, kind of explain like how much work goes into it and how much it ends up costing y'all to sell that, right? It's not just four thirty nine a pound. So, right, to, put, to kind of break that down um, into perspective, you know, we're paying four thirty nine per pound on brisket. Now, we trim our briskets very uh, specifically to, you know, have good aerodynamics, a great quality product. So when it's going on the cutting board, everything is servable. Mm. So we're losing about 35% just from trimming, which we do repurpose that trim into grinding our own sausage and burgers. Um, but, you know, from a business standpoint, Running food costs, you you need your cost at twenty five percent is is the standard, which is completely unrealistic in barbecue. For us, it's more realistically, you know, thirty five percent food cost is healthy. So, if I buy this fifteen pound brisket, I'm trimming it down to ten pounds, and then I'm cooking it. the The yield on that is going to be about a five pound brisket at the end of the day. 
after it loses its water weight. And then we cook briskets for about 16 hours um, over a live fire. So we're feeding our smokers with wood every 20 to 30 minutes. And then the labor that goes into that, it's just, yeah, it's astronomically high to, um, it's just a very thin margin to create the end product that, you know, people want in barbecue, people love, and that's what they come back for. How much are customers paying right now per pound when they come into the restaurant? We're charging 32 a pound right now, which we are in the process of revisiting some of our menu prices. It's been a while. Um, just to, just to put it, you know, to make it short, $32 a pound, we're still not making money on brisket. Wow. That is unbelievable that I I can't, I mean, I'm speechless, right? Because you would think at $32 a pound, you would be making something, but you're not. And right. You mean, a lot of people come in and see that they think we're just, you know, trying to make a killing or, you know, we're taking advantage or our prices are high, but we're just trying to keep the doors open, you know? Why are prices so high? Like what factors are playing a role in this with the price not coming down and, you know, like doubling since 2019? There's not just one factor, you know, um, we've, we've of course just been seeing, uh, you know, the economy shifting, a lot of inflation over all these past two years. And then, um, you know, there's shortages and, and labor in the workforce, you know, like the production plants um, that these briskets are being processed at. Farmers are having issues with, you know, severe weather conditions, you know, with droughts. And then we just had to hard freeze, uh, which is kind of why it went up 30 cents just th- this past month or so. And it dropped back down it was because of that, that freeze we had last month. Um, so there's, there's a lot of moving parts that go into that. Yeah, it's extremely complicated. Is the demand high right now because there's so many barbecue joints, not only around Houston, but across Texas and nationwide? There's been a surge as well with, you know, Central Texas barbecue style making a push. Has that played a role? Absolutely. I mean, you know, the barbecue joints are popping it up, you know, everywhere, every month around the world, you know, and Texas style, Texas craft style barbecue is becoming you know, the, the standard, you know, not just here in Texas or on the East coast or the West coast, but even, you know, across the sea, um, definitely plays a big part, you know, um, they can only produce so much more cattle every year. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it plays a big factor. Alec, have other meat prices also seen a jump like this or is it just brisket? Um, chicken as well, you know, pork, pork has been pretty, um, stable, but, um, Chicken's another one, and uh, it's not as effective on us because chicken has a better profit margin. But like, even for example, just recently with it being Super Bowl, that uh, created a, a price surge on chicken wings because mm-hmm. the demand was high. So, um, really, it, it's those two proteins that we're seeing it the most with. With this brisket price surge, how do you think we can combat this? Like, is there anything that we could do differently as consumers or? Could there be government help? Like, what can we do to solve this? You know, for small businesses, there's, you know, of course, relief um, stuff, you know, loans out there that are accessible. Um, it's really kind of a tough question, man, because as consumers, you know, what, what would help is, you know, buy more pork from us. <laughs> but uh, or, you know, come come support the restaurant more often. But, you know, times are really tough across the board. Uh you know, and eating out is very, 
very costly. And a lot of us are bringing, you know, on a paycheck more money home than we've ever seen. But uh, just with inflation and the cost of everything, it's it's not adding up, you know, um, a lot of people are hurting. And um, it's just it's hard to really ask anything from a consumer or a guest, you know, because it's it's not anyone's fault. You know, we chose to be in this business, Mm -hmm. so we just got to roll with the punches and um, do our part. Yeah, I'm one of those consumers where, look, I support a lot of barbecue joints. I love that there's so many around town. But I'll be honest with you, I haven't gone to one, I want to say, in almost a year because I just know like these prices are so crazy. And I don't like chicken or turkey at a barbecue joint. I want brisket. But I'm also, you know, honest with myself that I don't want to pay over $30 a pound for brisket. Like, I just can't do it. And that sucks, right? Like, right. It, it's such a catch-22 for me. Yeah, so you can't really blame anyone for feeling that way. Like, I myself, being in the industry, suffering from it, I, I feel the same way about it. Like, I'd, you know, I'd rather go home and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich than spend $60 on, you know, one meal. Yeah. It's just, it's it's crazy. Do you ever see a situation where brisket won't be on the menu for y'all because of how expensive it is, because of the fact that you're not making money on it? Could you ever see that day? Uh, honestly, I, I, I can't. Um, you know, I can see maybe shifting as, as far as like, you know, because we're, we're always kind of exploring the idea of, you know, there's several brisket products um, brands out there. You know, we're loyal to Creekstone Farms. That's That's the brand that, is consistent for us. Uh, it's a great quality product. Um, you know, but we're always keeping in mind that, um, you know, we might have to go through other avenues to either supplement, you know, another brand that's a little cheaper or there might be just a better opportunity out there for us. Mm -hmm. So as far as, um, changes with brisket, the only thing I would see it would be maybe we got to cook less or, um, get a little more creative, which we have with where we have brisket in dishes, like our loaded, uh, queso, um, and fries. We do brisket tacos, um, ways that you can still serve brisket at a more, um, you know, efficient cost. Mm. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, brisket is king in Texas barbecue. I, I don't ever see a, uh, a day where we don't serve it um that'd be a very very sad day it would be it just wouldn't make sense right now are these brisket prices surging across all brands or just certain brands that depends on who you're getting your meat from um you know it's it's different across the board but as far as you know 10 cents here 20 cents there but as far as the actual um margin it's pretty much across the board no matter who you're you're getting it from even with the rise in pricing, are consumers still buying brisket when they come to J Bar M, or are they buying more of the different products that you're offering now, like the tacos, like the queso? Um, you know, I wish they would buy more of the other products, but no, <laughs> brisket is still our our top seller. It, it has it has been since day one, and you know, as a you know a native born Texan and a, a you know a barbecue chef that. You know, that that makes my pride happy. You know, at the end of the day, that that's awesome to see. But it's like, man, yeah, like I said earlier, I wish y'all would buy more pork. Like we've got good <laughs> spare ribs. And uh, and it's not that we're not selling a lot of those other things. You know, everything that we have on our menu sells very well. It's just, 
you know, brisket's always going to be ahead of everything else. Yeah. And you you actually want to make some money as well, right? When you're losing money on brisket or breaking even, that doesn't help the business. It doesn't help the business. Um, and it's a little disheartening some days, you know, um, but we just stay positive and, and keep going, you know, just keep doing what, uh, what our brand is set to do and um, get creative. You know, we have a bar as well. Um, bar sales help supplement, you know, restaurant sales. Um, we have an event, a venue and event space. So we try to, you know, uh, utilize our opportunities with that, you know, so we have other sources of, of, you know, trying to make ends meet, you know, with whatever loss we're taking here, we can make it up here. So, and that's where the teamwork of the business really comes into place. You know, all departments coming together and just, um, constantly thinking forward and being proactive to, you know, the financial state of the business. Man, that is so wild to hear because when I think of craft barbecue places and a high quality product like yours, I would never imagine hearing the words make ends meet because it's such a great product and the community loves y'all, but that's just a situation you're in. Yeah, it's it's what we signed up for. Yeah. Hey, I know everyone's close in the barbecue community. When you're talking to other pit masters and other business owners around town, and there's so many good ones, what are they going through? Do you think there's other places that are kind of in jeopardy right now of not serving brisket or maybe shutting down because the business model just isn't working? Yeah. Um, everyone, you know, everyone kind of feels like they're walking on eggshells right now. Mm. Um, it's, it's tough, you know, day by day, week by week, it's a constant battle for everyone, you know, some, um, struggling more than others, you know, um, but yeah, if you talk to any pit master right now, um, they might be on edge a little bit just because of, you know, this is a never ending battle that we're all going through. Gosh, gosh. All right. Well, listeners, go out and support your local barbecue joint if you can. All right. J Bar M's a great one. Alec, I'm going to ask you, give me a couple of places you love going to that we should also go support. Like, what are your favorites around the city? Man, my favorite barbecue in the city is Koi Barbecue. Um, they do a pop-up once a month. If you follow their Instagram, uh, you can, you can find them on there. And, um, for those who don't know, it's, it's a Viet Tex, um, fusion. So Don is the owner and he uses his Vietnamese roots to, uh, infuse with Texas craft barbecue. And, um, it's just one of the most Houston bites you can get. Mm. Um, so I, I recommend checking them out for, for late night tacos. Tacos La Sultana is my my number one uh, go-to for Trumpo. Get the Trumpo burger if you haven't had it, but just clear your schedule after you <laughs> eat it. Don't eat it too late because you might have heartburn the next day. Oh, man. Um, those, are, those are two of my favorite spots in the city. I love that. You know, there's, also, there's plenty of great barbecue. You know, Truth Barbecue, Pinkerton's, uh, Fiji's Barbecue. Um, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Houston is is definitely one of the biggest food cities in the world. We are so blessed with so many great restaurants here. I, don't, I can't imagine living anywhere else just because of the food alone. Amen, brother. That's what I'm saying right there. <laughs> I love it, man. It's a great food scene and it's awesome to see places like you are still operating, still putting out high quality products. And here's hoping that these prices come back down a little bit so you can actually make a little money on all this hard work. 
Yeah, that would, would be great, man. We're just gonna keep chasing that, you know, chasing that dream. Alec, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, appreciate you having me. That was Alec Barnell. You can try his work literally at J Bar and Barbecue. So be sure to go support them and other local barbecue joints around the city. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. Uh-oh, I think we lost Alec. Hold on. Alec? Three, two, Alec? Alec? Oh, there, I see some movement. Hold on. Did y'all lose me? Yeah.